10 reasons why people love learning from podcasts on this episode of Podcastification. My name is Carrie Green, and I am the Client Happiness Guy at PodcastFastTrack.com, and this is Podcastification. This show is all about podcasting, how to do it, how not to do it, best practices, interesting news items that have to do with the realm of podcasting, and who knows what else. And I'm trying to do it all with a little bit of fun and some information to help you get a show going, keep yours going, or make it better. And if you like what's going on here on the show, I would appreciate it, oh, so appreciate it, if you could leave a rating or review on iTunes. You can find out how to do that at podcastfasttrack.com slash review. That's enough of that kind of stuff. Let's get you podcastificated right away. You know what spawned this episode is that I was reached out to by a guy named Chris Manick. And Chris, I hope I'm pronouncing your name correctly. It's M-A-N-A-K. And he runs a website called No Hat Digital, which you can find at nohatdigital.com. And Chris was making me aware of a post that he has put up that actually has this cool looking infographic on it. And the title of the post is exactly the title of this episode, 10 Reasons Why People Love Learning from Podcasts. And he was asking if I would link to this infographic, that sort of thing, you know, trying to do the old backlink thing, which I have mentioned in previous episodes as a very powerful way to get SEO going to your blog posts. But anyway, we are going to talk about these 10 things because I think Chris highlighted some very important things. And I think this is a resource worthy of deeper consideration. Now, at the top of his infographic, Chris makes a great point. In 2018, podcasts are bigger than ever. And I have actually heard that there are over 300 podcasts per day being added to the Apple Podcast directory. That is amazing when you think about it. Now, of course, some of those are going to pod fade after a while, which means, you know, the creator of the podcast didn't quite count the cost accurately when they started or life situations have changed since they began and they just drop off from podcasting. So a decent amount of those will do so. A decent amount of those also, in my opinion, will be terrible quality, both in terms of content or in terms of sound quality and production value. So I think that narrows the field a bit in terms of the amount of podcasts that there are to compete with as a podcaster. But nevertheless, Even if we were to cut that number in half and say it's 150 new podcasts per day, that is still a lot of podcast competition for the ears of potential listeners. And I think that Chris's infographic here is right on target when he says education is probably one of the most popular topics and news and entertainment would be right up there at the top as well. So why are podcasts Becoming such a favored form of education for so many people. That's the question that Chris is asking in his infographic. And I'm just going to walk through his reasons because I think there's a lot to be said for each of these. So reason number one, why people love learning from podcasts is that there are more listeners than ever. More listeners than ever. 
Podcasts are increasing in listenership annually by 10 to 20%. I mean, think about that. The recent Infinite Dial statistics came out, which is basically a, a media sort of survey that looks at online media sources and looks at the stats of what's happening there. And once again, podcasting has grown from the previous year's stats. So he's exactly right. There are more and more listeners than ever. In fact, the Infinite Dial stats showed that more people now are aware of what a podcast is, which obviously is the first step in us gaining listenership is educating people as to what a podcast really is. And they need to know, you know, that they don't have to have an iPod to listen to a podcast. I mean, even though the words are the same, they are different technologies. You can listen on a smart device. You can listen on a computer. And I'm not telling you anything you don't know, but the point is there are more listeners than ever. These people are out there looking for ways to grow, to learn, to be entertained, to be informed, to keep up on the news that's happening around them. And that's one of the reasons podcasts are something that people are turning to because you can do it anywhere. Number two, there are more podcasts than ever. As I mentioned, there are a lot of podcasts per day being added to the Apple Podcast Directory. That's not to include things like Spotify, which is quickly growing. And if your podcast is not on Spotify, by the way, you should ensure you get it on Spotify. If you are interested in knowing how to get your podcast on Spotify, there's two ways that I know of. Number one is through your media host, which Libsyn offers a destination type integration with Spotify. So you can submit your show right there. You just have to include certain criteria in the way that you submit your show. So go to your Libsyn destinations and find out more about that if you're a Libsyn subscriber. I believe Blueberry does this as well. Talk to the folks at Blueberry. If you host on Blueberry, they would have a way for you to integrate as well. There is also a form that you can fill out if you're not on either of those platforms where you can submit your show to Spotify. I would encourage you get on Spotify as fast as you can. You can look in the show notes for this episode, which is right there in the description on your podcast player or in the show notes for this episode at podcastfasttrack.com slash 95. But the whole point of that Spotify thing is that the directories are growing. The listening tools are growing. So there are more opportunities than ever for people to find and listen to podcasts. So that's one of the reasons Chris has it as number two here on his infographic as to why people love listening to podcasts. Let's look at the third one. There's more variety than ever. And I think Chris is right on with this. I mean, in recent years, we've had this surge of NPR-ish type shows or mystery, murder, detective kind of shows, you know, where uh, it's very intriguing and it's very interesting. And they're kind of a new format that's out there. And Chris's point is well taken, whether you want to learn about history, photography, politics, entrepreneurship, there is a podcast for you. I think I've mentioned this before, but there are some obscure podcasts out there, such as Chameleon Breeders podcast, which is actually a, a very cool show if you're into chameleons. I mean, there's all kinds of things. There's more variety than ever. And so people are learning that podcasts are a great way to find exactly what it is they're looking for. Now, the fourth reason that people are turning to podcasts more and more is because of something we all know, and that is that podcasts are free. By and large, that's true. There are ways to put your podcast behind a paywall, but the majority, 
are free and they're available right there through an app on your smartphone or your computer. And you can have expertise about any of those topics we just talked about in point number three, coming right into your earbuds, right into your car without spending a dime. You know, that's unheard of. In the past, you'd have to turn on the radio and dial into a certain frequency at a certain time, or you'd have to go to a library or a bookstore or something like that. But now podcasts are making it an amazing opportunity to educate yourself in a variety of ways. In fact, one of the reasons I believe that I've been able to grow my podcast fast track business so quickly is because it was just baked right into what I did as a business, meaning I got to listen to lots of podcasts when I was first starting up podcasts about entrepreneurship, about marketing, about sales, about building a business. And I was learning as I was working. And when you do six, seven, eight podcasts a day, all on topics similar to what it is you're trying to do and build your business, man, you learn in a hurry. You learn from other people's mistakes. You learn from their successes and you learn from the successes of those they interview. So that's another reason why podcasting is such a great educational tool because it's free and anybody can access it. Hey, we will get back to the episode right after this short break. I promise. Do you have questions about podcasting? I just might have some answers for you. You can go to podcastfasttrack.com slash question and leave your question or comment. Who knows? You might hear your melodious voice on the next episode. I always keep my promises. So here we go. The fifth reason that Chris puts on his infographic is that podcasts are up to date. And he's kind of comparing here to traditional education. You know, traditional education is good and they endeavor to be up on the latest things in MBA programs and things like that. But it can be rigid in that it teaches established ideas that are tried and true, but also may not actually have been updated in view of the way our world has changed in terms of digital technology and things like that. I spoke with a guy who recently graduated with a media communications degree from an established university. And I asked him what they taught about podcasting. And he said they didn't even discuss podcasting at all, not even an hour in one course throughout a semester. I mean, isn't that incredible? He's paying all this money for education, but they don't talk about one of the most dominant, most rapidly growing industries in communication out there, podcasting. The difference between that kind of traditional education and podcasting is that podcast creators who are independent specialize in their specific area, their specific niche, and tend to be up to date on the latest technology, social media trends, marketing and sales. I mean, you're hearing cutting edge material on podcasts day after day after day, week after week after week. So you're getting the very latest. In fact, one of my clients, Scott Volker, is an Amazon private label sales kind of a guy. You know, he markets products on Amazon. And his podcast publishes three times a week. And he is always talking about the very latest changes going on inside the Amazon ecosystem. That's a great example of how podcasts are up to date to the minute sometimes in helping listeners understand what's going on. Let's move on to the sixth reason that Chris cites that podcasts are something people love to listen to, and that is podcasts are mobile. You know, 70% of audiences access podcasts via phones, and that's Chris's stat. I'm not exactly sure where he got that because he doesn't cite it. But if you look at the Infinite Dial survey 
Uh, it disagrees with that a little bit. The Infinite Dial survey that just came out in March of 2018 says that more people are listening at home than in their car or via their mobile device. I'm not sure if I would agree with that. I think their stats might be a little skewed there because we listen a lot when we're driving. We listen a lot while we're working out. And all of that typically is on a mobile phone of some sort. But the point Chris is making here, I think is a great one. Podcasts allow for hands-free learning while you're multitasking or doing other things. You know, you're doing some sort of brainless activity like washing dishes or driving your car or, well, hopefully driving your car is not too brainless, but you get the point. It's something that's kind of a rote pattern. You don't have to put a lot of in-depth thought into. You can put on that podcast and you can be listening and learning while you're doing other things. That's one of the reasons I love to listen to podcasts is because I'm able to make use of time that used to be not necessarily wasted because you know, you're always able to think and ponder things during those times, but I'm able to maximize those times by thinking intentionally about certain topics that I need to learn about, but maybe don't have time to sit down and read a book or something like that. Man, if I can find a podcast on the topic, I can learn on my drive between here and the city and discover exactly what it is I need to know. And I'm more equipped for what it is I need to do immediately. The seventh reason Chris says, which is one, honestly, I hadn't thought about, is that podcasting is private. That's really interesting to think about. He says, as the educational sector becomes more politically charged, your choices in what you choose in terms of education can have social consequences. So you take a course on this publicly in a public university or whatever, people are going to know. But with podcasts, your choices and your interests are your own. So he's saying that because people can choose to privately listen to something that no one else is going to know they listen to, they can educate themselves on things like perhaps politics or religion or, you know, different interests or hobbies that they have that they may not have thought about. Another point that Chris points out, this is point number eight on his list of 10 reasons why people love podcasts, is that you can choose your speed. Now, I don't know if you've discovered this on your podcasting apps. But you can actually change the speed with which that episode plays back. I mean, if you want to hear me sound like a chipmunk, crank that baby up to 1.5 or two and a half times speed, and you will hear what it sounds like. You can even slow it down if you need to. You can choose the speed at which you are able to consume the information. I typically do listen at a faster rate just because I've become accustomed to it. And what's interesting is it forces your brain to process faster. I'm sure in years to come, we're going to see some kind of research about the effects of listening at faster speed, blah, 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 blah. I don't know if that's actually going to be the case. But to me, that's an advantage because if I only have 20 minutes to get somewhere, but I've got a 40 minute episode of a podcast that I need to listen to, I can put that baby at two and a half times and I can listen and still get the gist of what that podcast is talking about by the time I get to my destination. It really is an amazing thing. In fact, a lot of times I drive from where I live in the mountains of Colorado to Denver or to Colorado Springs, both of which are about two hours away. And I can probably listen to eight to 10 episodes of podcasts between now and then, depending on the length of the episodes because I listen at a faster speed and it's almost like I'm, I'm sitting in a day's worth of class in the amount of time I'm driving in two hours to the city. And it's an amazing thing. Now, another point that Chris makes here, this is point number nine that I'm not sure is going to be <laughs> for much longer, at least on many podcasts is that there's very little advertising. He does make the point that most podcasts mention their sponsors at the beginning of the podcast or perhaps in a post roll at the end. 
but that most of the time there are not mid-roll type things where the information is interrupted. I am hearing more and more mid-roll advertising. I mean, some of the more professionally produced podcasts like Gimlet Media are beginning to do that a lot more. So I'm not sure this point is really going to last for very long unless it's the small scale independent podcasters like you and I who are not interrupting their content with advertisements or sponsor messages or even their own sorts of promotional materials like I've been doing in my episodes. I mean, this could be a reason that people love podcasts, but I'm not so sure. I think, for example, if you listen to the Tim Ferriss show, I mean, more than the first five minutes is taken up with advertisements from Tim's sponsors. And I know Tim probably knows this, and I'm not sure if his sponsors do, but a lot of people on their podcasting apps, and maybe you didn't know this either, you can put a setting for that particular podcast that skips a certain amount of time just the minute you hit the play button, and it starts further into the podcast. I've wound up doing that with Tim's show because I don't usually like to listen to all the advertisements that he has at the beginning. So I'll set that thing to start at five minutes in or six minutes in, and I usually jump right into the middle of Tim's introduction of his guest or of his topic. And so I don't miss anything pertinent, but I do miss all those ads. So anyway, Chris's point is well taken, but I'm not certain it's going to last very long. I think advertising is just par for the course when you do any kind of media and advertisers are going to figure out a way to get in there and get their message into the ears of those they want to speak to. Now, one thing that's actually the opposite of what Chris is saying here that I think I really do want to say is that podcasting is a great opportunity for advertisers because rather than having to broadcast over, say, FM radio to hundreds of thousands of people who are not your niche target audience, you can find a podcast that speaks only to your niche target audience, broadcast your message directly to them, and do so usually for a lot less money than traditional radio is going to charge you. So if you're an advertiser, if you're a person who's looking for ways to get in front of your ideal audience, man, I think podcasting is a no-brainer and you ought to start looking through Apple Podcasts for people who podcast about what your company or your product does and do so in a way that's professional and in a way that you'd want to be affiliated with and reach out to that person and talk about some sort of arrangement because there is a great opportunity there. Now, the 10th reason that Chris says people love learning from podcasts is because it's a great way to teach without spending lots of money. Now, he says the average cost per month to run a successful podcast is between $20 and $45 plus some production time. So he's talking about your media hosting. He's talking about the cost of any equipment you need. He's talking about websites. If you need to host a website, all of that. He's saying it's just as easy to teach as it is to learn through the use of a podcast. I like to listen to podcasts because I like to learn, but I podcast because I like to teach. I really do. I love doing these kinds of episodes for you to help you understand the benefits of your podcast and the the ways to do it better. It's just a great asset, I think, to anybody who is in a mindset of growth and a person who wants to learn. So that's Chris's 10 reasons why people love learning from podcasts. I would be curious to hear some of the reasons you love listening to podcasts. You can comment wherever you see this podcast displayed on social media, or you can reach out to me directly at carrie at podcastfasttrack.com. You can see the infographic that Chris created 
on the show notes page for this website and in the podcast players, there will be a link to the show notes page on the podcastification website so that you can go directly there and see it. You know what time it is. It is time to go out and make it a podcastificating day. This show is brought to you by Podcast Fast Track, where my team provides professional podcasting services without the time suck. Full production, editing, and show notes all in one monthly subscription package. You can find out more at podcastfasttrack.com. Now go out and make it a podcastificating day. Audio editing and show notes by podcastfasttrack.com. Get 15% off your first month by mentioning this show.